just a few fellas on a podcast Ripping in the pitching jokes and sharing some laughs Or I'm lying in the bedroom Jerry Bernstein Ooh, they want to know if it's something If it's anything It looks like a bit like your head is at such an angle that it's like your monitor's not up there. There's no, yeah, there's no way you put it on the ceiling. <laughs> yes, you're definitely overcomplicating everything. I actually had to put it in my upstairs neighbor's house. And so I'm just sort of like looking through a hole in my roof, in my He's ceiling. He's going to tell me what's happening. Mm -hmm. on the monitor. What's happening is you're about to get launched to the moon. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Looks like you're like, uh huh. Systems are a go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, let's just... Hey, hey. Jason Solomon. Yeah. Jason Solomon, how's it going? I'm doing well. I'm not as right. bearded up as as I would like to be in this crew. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I think you and I are nice in between. Um, yeah. yeah, we are. We I'm going to start us streaming now. If everybody's cool with that, yeah, that's nice. Are you outside? That wall looks I'm not not indoors. <laughs> no, it is. It's not even a real uh, brick wall. It's oh really? Yeah, I can see the top of it in the top right corner. Then it ends. Top right could... corner is my album. Oh, mm -hmm. never mind. Oh, that was so yeah, weird. Perspective-wise, doesn't it look like it's just like a little wall? It's like, it like, like four or five yeah. feet high. You guys are both way off. I could tell exactly what was going on with his background the second he got on here. I was like, "It's a wall." There's his album <laughs> over in the top corner. He's inside. <laughs> Everything you guys have said, I've been like, "Oh, false." No, no what is going you're on? So wrong. <laughs> now. If you're going to choose brick as your wallpaper, is it more expensive to get good brick in the uh, wallpaper? Like you chose shitty brick, like yeah, brick no, that needs to be. Re that's re the like only brick they on. have available for <laughs> <Okay>. decor. <laughs> yeah, they don't have. And I brand it has brick? to look accidental or it's or it's. Yeah, it's not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. like it's, it's got to look like, like Berlin, this. Berlin <laughs> brick. <laughs> yeah, you have to pay extra to get like missile holes. In the wall. Uh, yeah, like distressed so jeans. I got yeah. uh, Cold War. <laughs> wall yeah not just distressed jeans just like you know the front of the jeans no back you know that level of destruction jason's like i gotta power wash my wall and he just goes and gets different wallpaper of like now power washed brick. yeah i just put a cleaner brick over this yeah. uh rob what are you so distracted with right now um i'm listening to your guys great great back and yeah. forth thank you uh, right. yeah, thank okay. you what are you looking engaged. up it's very engaged <laughs> but i was actually just very looking. easy to be critical when you're dicking around on your phone, Rob. <laughs> Rob, oh, are your the, elbows the on the table right now? Are your elbows on the table? <laughs> what is wrong with you? This is a I was, I was looking for a decent joke to share with you guys today. I'm sorry about that. Oh, oh okay. It's a little distracting. Well, we can stall then. Um, no, 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 no. You Jared. guys... Rob, go go find your bit. Uh, Jared, what's going on with you? What's, you got anything? I in like your mind? how you're like, what's what's Rob never pay attention to anyways? All right, Jared, you say something. That was one of your dumbass stories about how good your weekend was or something. Well, as a matter of fact, I do have a story about how good my weekend was. So Rob go right into that cell phone as he takes out his his <laughs> this story better be good enough to distract from your clearly undistressed wall. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, sorry. We're not we're not doing too well, so we can only afford the blank white. 
<laughs> That's actually wallpaper. It's 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 a flat <laughs> wall behind it. Wall. <laughs> There's some really <laughs> shitty brick underneath that wallpaper. And <laughs> I was gonna say the first place I ever lived in in New York, we looked at the place. It had like it had brick, a brick wall, amazing brick wall. When we moved in, they had plastered over it with white plaster. Oh, it was ridiculous. Wow. It was, anyway, Don't care for that but, at all. Uh, not enough to distract from you starting. So <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was gonna land better, but no. <laughs> It was my wife's birthday this weekend. Yay, so, happy birthday, Kirsten. Yeah, and so we had a very fun date, you know? And it's like, you know, I feel like a lot of the birthdays that we've had lately, there's been like a big event around it, like a trip or like a big dinner or something like this. So this was like a little bit different, you know? Like we had reservations at this cool restaurant called Tokyo Bar where where it's like a tasting menu and they give you like a list of LPs that they have. So everybody's picking songs and the soundtrack was dope as hell. So we're listening to like Stevie Wonder and ABBA and David Bowie and stuff. It was great. And but before that, we like walked around outside. We went to the park, went to Barnes Noble and bought some books. It was just like a really nice. We had like a whole long date. We're just like hung out with each other all day and had a really nice time. But I wanted to say this. I used to be way more into fancy foods than I am now for because of my health is terrible. So I can't like afford to go do that sort of thing anymore. But when I was a restaurant worker, I used to do that shit all the time. Like me and my other restaurant friends, we would go. We just wanted to see what everybody else was doing. You know, try this, try that blah, blah blah and it was also a little bit of like when you're serving people these really incredible meals all the time you have this just jealousy like, like every single meal you're putting down especially if you know like they get a bottle of wine that you think is really good and they get the entree that you think is really good and you're like motherfucker i want to do that i want to do that <laughs> i want to have appetizers and oysters and and a wine tasting you know Jared so worked we- at pizza uno just to be clear <laughs> I just want to make sure everybody knows what he was jealous of. God, You've I wish never I been could to a have pizzeria the... uno wine tasting. Oh, God. I wish I could have the $8 Robert Mondavi Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, this is when I was working at the fancy restaurant. Uh, okay. uh, so I used to do that all the time. And then I oh, stopped. California Pizza Kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> It was Pizzeria Un. How many how many restaurants do you guys want to say before I can continue with this story? Just out of curiosity. You really worked at right. Pizza Uno. I did, but then I worked for Balthazar, Landmark, Avoce, David Burke and Donatello, Bar American. Right, some of those are made up, but keep going. No, those are all real. Those are all real. I'll start making up restaurants. Don't Booking you worry. Uh, anyways, so then I became a weed person after my restaurant phase had ended. And this was the first time I'd done like a big old tasting menu and was high at the same time. And boy, oh boy, did I miss a a, a golden opportunity back in the day, not Mm. being a weed boy and having all these like crazy meals. Oh, my God. Everything tasted so much better for obvious reasons. And so, yeah, it was just like a really nice weekend of hanging out, eating food, getting high. It was a delight. All right. Uh, Hopefully that was enough time for Rob to have found a joke to tell. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anything on your mind, Jason, you want to share with us? Any 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 catch up? Yeah, it's been forever since I've seen you, man. How you been? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm good. I'm uh I just got this part as a random man number one in a TV show. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like that's your sweet spot, isn't it? It really is. My you, sweet spot you is that role so many times. <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a whole reel of forgettable characters. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's how I mo- most marketed myself. I I, uh, I want a, sing- a single like day's a, pay, like a like a Solomonverse where it's just like this guy. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> it's just yeah. It's like, oh the my god, this is all. Story. 
the same shared universe. Same person. Same person. Like this guy. <laughs> this guy has been in the prison on Orange Is the New Black. <laughs> He's been in the precinct on SVU. You know, it's yeah. So yeah, I've I want to see you I've as got... forgettable side character in like famous moments in history, like Rosa yeah. Parks. And the and the fight starts happening. He's like, get to the get to the back. And she's like, I'm not going anywhere. And you're just a white guy who's like, I don't want to be a part of this. So I'm, just gonna... <laughs> I'm like, that's my time. All right. Thank you. <laughs> but because of that, like, I have to go. I have to go do a covid test. So I have to travel like 45 minutes, go do a covid test, come back. So I'm almost going to spend more time traveling to and from and doing these random like fittings and covid tests then I will on set. That's the interesting mm. thing about the tiny <laughs> role. Fun. Yeah, most of my time is pre on screen. Right, right. I got right. a huge backstory, and it's mostly train travel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that list of all the different times you've popped up in things, and we can try to start writing the world of that character. <laughs> it's it. a it is a dumb or angry racist character. Uh, that's that would have to be uh, the the bulk of what I do. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I was a prisoner on Orange. Is a new black. I was oh. a, a mall Santa on 30 Rock. You were mall Santa on 30 Rock? How did I miss that? I was. Yeah. Oh I gotta go look for that now. It's probably because he In looked a like a flashback Santa. sequence. Well, I did I did take off my I did take off my costume and freak out on the on on young Liz. Oh. Um, oh. But when you're but when you're in a flashback sequence on 30 Rock, to me as a writer, I'm like, oh, that would be the easiest thing to cut out if they don't like it. Right, right. So I didn't tell anybody. I was like, I'm not I can't tell somebody to watch this and just be disappointed. <laughs> so, but it, it made but it, it to air, in. Yeah. right? It, it made, made it, it to air. air. Yeah. Nice. And every once in a while somebody'll come up, are you in were you in 30 Rock? I'm like Almost a decade ago. Yeah. Wow, that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's I'm sort of looking wild, for but... this. I can't believe because I'm a big Thirty Rock fan. I can't believe I don't remember you in that. Yeah, was, uh, Jared of all this stuff. <laughs> that was my first. That was my first TV role. Uh, hey, so that, was, oh, yeah, nice. that was fun. Hey, that's really cool. Yeah, I got a phone call from uh, Tina Fey saying, "Do not shave the mustache." Um, oh wow! I got a voicemail, <laughs> but she didn't say she didn't say it was Tina Fey. So <laughs> no, no, no. She said <laughs> you had to figure it out. You're like, who? This is a weird voicemail. Yeah. I got. It just says, yeah, "Don't nothing. shave your mustache." And She's then I was like, "I know that." She's one of those voice modulators too. It's like, "Do not <laughs> yeah, shave the mustache." Weird. It was weird. It was very threatening. Uh, yeah, it was actually. I say voicemail. It was a letter, and it was in uh, magazine <laughs> fonts. Um, Cut up magazine. I always letters. assume it's from Tina Fey. Most things, <laughs> you know, menacing in my life, I assume have originated at Tina Fey uh, and have gotten their way to me. Made their yeah, way I would have assumed that it was just a social media post by Anthony Kapfer. <laughs> <laughs> he likes collages. He made, he made a lot of collages. That's true. He did. Mm -hmm. That is uh, always yeah. terrifying. They call it the cap. The cap for font. Uh, <laughs> they call it that of the FBI too. Yeah. <laughs> so we got another another we cap for another font cap here for... to deal with. Right. Well, I got some stuff to share. Ooh, um, Brad's one. Got here we go. Uh, I got a cat shop. Um, I found <laughs> myself in this situation where I need to find a roommate, and now have cats, which makes things more complicated. But I was thinking like, hey, you know what? These cats are well behaved, never have like, you know, uh, potty training issues or anything like that. And then as soon as uh, my ex moved out, they peed in the closet. And I was like, God damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> now it became more complicated. Um, yeah, but uh, you, you were the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I also want to share. Uh, so I have I accidentally had a snafu where I I have this account for one of my cats, Digit, 
and I upload pictures and videos of him and I, and I speak in what I think he thinks, which is, it's pretty dumb, but I, I enjoy it quite a bit. Um, but I accidentally posted it to my regular Instagram account, one of the posts, which is linked to my Facebook page. And uh, so I just had like this stupid post of my cat going, I ninja can disappear. And the, the cat like disappearing into some blankets. Um, and people loved it. <laughs> they like, absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what my favorite part about this whole thing was that uh, I guess I had also either followed Rob with Digit's account or I had liked one of his posts. And then Rob... Just one of the many things I love about him is that he messaged the cat account as if my cat was trying to get into comedy. He said, look, dude, if you're trying to get into comedy, you can't just randomly follow comics you've heard of. It's obnoxious at most. If you have it's obnoxious to most. If you have questions about how to get up around here, hit me up. Also, I liked your ninja disappear bit, by the way. That stuff is funny and I don't see others doing it. And then Digit responded, hi, cat. And then he said, cool, yeah, like more and more people are getting by just on funny pics and videos and being like an awkward character. But you also have to learn to interact with other comics, you know. And then Digit said, tuna fish. <laughs> uh, but just just one of the, no no president just rob is like i'm gonna do this i love this this <laughs> is excellent. limited team free time classic rob ryan uh rob ryan bit here yeah i love it tuna fish cracked me up so much dude it's all cats too tuna fish. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, your, yeah. your response first was high cat was it were there any punctuation at all or just it was high Digit's cat. response yeah, yeah. Digit's he's like, high, cat. High, cat. yeah. high cat yeah Right. Cat. In, in Digit's mind, he was just contacted by another cat. Oh, I thought he was also saying, hi, <laughs> I am a cat. But it's just like, hi, cat. He doesn't understand any of the things that Rob said, but he's yeah. like, that's a cat, hi. Hi, cat, <laughs> hi. Dude, fish. Oh, Dude, this is the right level of stupid podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my catch-up is fun. my version of that same story. So. Oh, oh you- okay. <laughs> yeah, let's hear your side. This is like Rashomon. <laughs> <laughs> this was Rob being dead serious. <laughs> Brett, I wanted to say about these cats that were peeing in your uh, in your closet, it's almost like... You know, they could tell that there was like a power dynamic shakeup, you know, and they're like, all right, time to establish dominance in this apartment (laughs) once again. I actually don't disagree with that. They peed right where her stuff was. Ooh, interesting. So now they're like throwing their urine into the ring. Her stuff is gone. That area can be claimed. That's fucking digi territory now. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know which one of them did it, but um, (laughs) it's a real digi move. I met him. It does. It seems like digi. Sounds like a digi monster, if you ask me. Nice. Digimon, for short. Got it. Digimon. <laughs> was that a thing? I don't know. Was it like one of those? Block. <laughs> Digimon was a thing. There was, you know, I think Channel 9 had Pokemon and then Channel 5 had Digimon. It's funny. It's funny because you're saying the first part of that sentence is very like old school and the second part of that sentence is very new school. You're like, it was on Channel 9. <laughs> Not a station. It was a numbered channel, and that's it. There's no station associated with it. But you're like, but this other thing is like nobody who knows the first part of that sentence understands the last part of that sentence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is fair. And you actually just gave me like a real nostalgia vibe for back in the day when it was like, all right, how would I go through the channels? I would try 11, 15, 17, and then 20. That was my sort of like my path to go through the network that I want to check out and then all the movie channels. I'm surprised when people have cable still. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah. I have cable. Whoa! I have, what? <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> Brett, you and I said we were going to be surprised, and then we were. Yeah, I know. I was there. We were, we're so honest. You know, I almost Jason was trying to catch us in a lie, and we were like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I actually nope. almost didn't act surprised, and then I saw what you were doing, and I changed into my. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, what? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, uh, you do not have random man number two material, Brett. I, uh, <laughs> oh, no. Step slow. That's the one thing you can. You don't have to be talented. You barely have to memorize lines. It's mostly grunts and squeaks. But man, you got to come in on time, and you lost. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Brett. You're more leading man material. Yeah, that's a real. Yeah, real <laughs> really start working your jawline, buddy. It's kind of like I was uh, yes anding, but there was a delay, so it was like, oh yes and. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. Uh, I, th- I like that school of improv. That's fun. <laughs> I actually, oh, what are we doing? Oh yeah, yes and. <laughs> sincerely, I got called out on stage by my team when they figured out that whenever I want a little extra time to think of something, I always go what and just have them repeat it, and then hopefully in that time, I'm like, all right, now I, now I know what my character's going to do. All right. Anything else for the catch-up, everybody? Should we get to the um, bats? Anybody got a guess for the order? The guest always Ooh. goes third. Always That's goes true. third. I'm really upset that you correctly. mentioned that, because I really wanted them to fuck it up again, and then we could. No, I need I, I need a <laughs> reprieve from Rob's fury. <laughs> Where are you living these days? Uh, upper west side of Manhattan. Ooh. Where I've lived since I've been, I've lived in three places and they've all been within a thousand yards of each other. Whoa, that's impressive. When did you move to the Upper West Side first? How long has this process been going on for? I've been here for about 15 years, I think. 15 years, only three apartments? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, the first the first apartment I was in was I was there for a long time and it was just one of these things where it got that was the one where they put the plaster over the brick wall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and we moved in and it was three of us and it had just been upgraded from low income housing. Mm-hmm. So it was such a good location. It was mm-hmm. a fifth floor walk up and we and we agreed to it when we walked in and it was rubble. It I mean it looked like a war zone because mm-hmm. they were tearing everything down. They gave us the price, and I'm like, I don't. We didn't even see what it was going to look like. That's why we were shocked by the wall because we were just like, this is such a good location mm-hmm. that we just listed the possible things that could go wrong, and there weren't enough to overcome the location. That's right. and it. Awesome. And we were there. We were there for a while, and I had the same roommate for like seven years. Um, Man, great comic. place, small price. It was it was ridiculous. Not and then bad, as soon as we moved out, they brought it up to market rate. <laughs> oh, yeah, because uh, yeah, they're like, we did not expect these people to live this long. To be honest, with you. we showed them they the rubble. Like they, yeah, they <laughs> looked they like they would be killed in in New York at some point. This is all going to be different. The floor is going to be spikes. These walls aren't going to be here. Yeah, uh, this will always be on fire. Uh, oh, you still want it? No, we, yeah, we actually, we actually, uh, we said, what if something's always on fire? And we're like, you know what? It'll work during the Still winter. We just, yeah, <laughs> we just it. went with it. Awesome. All right. We do have we, some guesses here. We have, uh, we got BJJR mm-hmm. and then JRJB, but we don't know which ones uh, of those J's are which. Oh, uh, which is smart. <laughs> so we could still yell at them about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, no winners this week. Our order today is Jarrett, Brett, Jason, Rob, Jarrett, Brett, Jason, Rob, Jarrett, Brett, nice. Jason, Rob. You guys ready for my bit, y'all? Yeah, yeah Jarrett, Jarrett Bernstein, kick it off. Okay. It's a little bit of a longer bit, so settle in. Okay. I saw a poll that said that most Democrats would not date a Republican but that most Republicans would date a Democrat, which I think tells you everything that you need to know 
about the political parties. Because if you read what Republicans think about Democrats, they think we're evil. They're like, Democrats love to murder unborn babies. They love it. And the ones they can't kill, they groom to join their pedophile sex cults. But if you want to get a drink sometime or just hang out, get to know each other, you know, <laughs> like, it's just politics, you know? It's like, you think raping fetuses is okay? I don't. So what? Like, that's not a reason to not give us a chance. Like, it would be so much fun. We could go to dinner. You can get a carrot or a broccoli or whatever. I'll get a steak. You can tell me about how white lives don't matter as much as black lives, which I don't agree with, but it's interesting. You know, I can tell you about my favorite movies, American Psycho, Fight Club, Joker, movies that I love because none of them have any subtext. It's just what it is on the surface. Movies about really cool dudes. <laughs> relationships are about compromise. You can take me to, you know, gay shit. I don't know what the technical term is for it, but you know, <laughs> it's like those art shows where like you paint buttholes or something. I don't know, you know, your thing, gay stuff. And then afterwards, we'll do something that I enjoyed, like going to a Planned Parenthood and screaming insults at women that we don't know, which you might discover is something that you love if you ever gave it a try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. That's what I got. That's, there's a lot of good stuff in there. It's so yeah. great. <laughs> it's great. Is this, is this uh, are you thinking for stand-up or is this like a, because this feels like this is right on brand for one of your TikToks. I could be both. Could be both. I wrote it as a stand-up for realties. Um, yeah, very funny. I think the part that I loved the most actually was the very beginning where you have this contrast of this is what I think about you and then quickly transitioning into so you want to get a drink. Mm -hmm. I think the more you can do that, uh, the more you can find little ways in which you might come on to somebody casually after accusing them of, of being uh, just, mm -hmm. you know, awful. Um, I think that will will make me that'll tickle me the most. Um, okay. I did Do you have think there's space for more of that? Because I feel like once that reveal happens, that reveal can't happen again. I right. think because you had spaced it out and done this other thing that you could actually switch back after you've changed the the, the variation. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, interesting. So like maybe he gets a instead of being like, you know, you can tell me about how you don't think white lives matter, you know, like maybe that gets him on a tear and then like makes him upset again. But then he like switches back to being on a fun date. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's really funny. I like that. But like you have like really nice hair though <laughs> <laughs> also i thought it was uh th i had a suggestion on, on maybe like turning them into like oh you're just an absolute fucking monster just an evil dark dwelling person i want you to fuck me so bad oh, i'm I so by a monster horny for that that's what i like but i mean i think i think you could you could parlay that into sort of but but like we both know sex is not about respect or or, or mutual pleasure it's not a big deal we can that's just so i mean i think that's excellent. i think sort of that that sort of juxtaposition of mm -hmm. look I, I don't have to like you or respect you we yeah. just want to eventually have sex listen you and know? the female orgasm doesn't exist yeah. so it's like what are you losing right. out of this right. yeah. you know like having sex with somebody you don't like yeah. oh that's funny. i've been in 10 year relationships before where we never liked each other one bit and it worked <laughs> it worked you know that's so funny i love that uh i just i just there's so much to that that i really liked i think mm -hmm. my one of my favorite lines was just coming from the uh you know my, my favorite movies with no subtext just a movie about a bunch of cool dudes <laughs> about a bunch of cool guys that was funny, yeah. <laughs> it's really really funny <laughs> Yeah, um, like that. There's a lot of different ways that we, you can make this work. You know, it's not so crazy for you to go back to the person who is just going on a rant mm -hmm. to then switching again. If you wanted to speed up the the, you know, you spend the 
big long thing and then you drop it and then you can do it again and drop it but it probably has to be like less you know mm. some kind of increase the frequency, frequency of, of time yeah, up, 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 yeah up, up, something up. along those lines I like um and what I usually like as a trick with that is then if you could find more connections, even just word word connective tissue between like phrase and phrase, like uh, yes, you're are you a cabal of of lizard people? Sure, but I want to pick your lizard brain and just like get to know you yeah. <laughs> or something like where it's just quick turns of phrases back and forth about weird, dumb mm-hmm. liberal conspiracy mm-hmm. or, or conspiracies about liberals, mm-hmm. and then that you just want to get to know that person. Like, are you this? Yes. Are you a yeah. lizard person? Yes, but you know what that means? That you're a person, and so am I. Yeah. <laughs> We're both people. <clears throat> Focus on the things that we have in common. You know, it's like yeah. is Hillary running a pedophile shop out of a pizza place? Sure. Do I want to grab a slice of pizza with you? Yeah, yes. absolutely. I'll get pizza. I'll get pizza. You have yeah, a baby. Like it's just love <laughs> there's something there for both yeah. of us. Right. Yeah. How long does that take? I could heat up the pizza. It'd be fine. Yeah, we'll be good. Yeah. We can make it work. I know a great place around, around the block. <laughs> yeah. We can you scream like at women that we don't know. Yeah. You know. Do all pizza places do this? I don't know. You <laughs> gotta tell me. I like the idea that uh, a Democrat is like a fix me up project to a Republican trying to date them. <laughs> like, like the same way like a woman might be like, oh, this guy has a lot of potential and I could just really like make him over and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. so then what is the thing that the Democrat is doing that the Republican is then like, I can we'll be, start her off small with a little as... uh, with a with a Derringer, you know, and then I'll get her up to AR-15s yeah. eventually. I mean, you <laughs> right, could right. Even, you could even do something. You could you could even do something in the vein of because uh, I thought I thought the one part where maybe you could give a little a little more texture was like when you talked about the food, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think you said broccoli and carrot or something like that. But like like that to me would be like you know and maybe you can taste a bite of my meat and eventually we'll buy you a gun or something you know like you can almost like i mean it's almost like that's really all it takes is digestion mm-hmm. of meat and then you can you right know, i like the leap for the big leap yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> i'll give you a bite of steak if you if it helps you can think that it's an aborted fetus right i know you love yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah just think of it as entrails you know <laughs> Imagine if we let like uh, a fetus come to term yeah. and then grow up to be an adult. Only it was a cow. That's what we're eating now. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Just gotta, yeah. you know, figure it out. Figure out the way to to communicate. That's really funny. <laughs> great context. Uh, uh, great uh, notes. Um, did I have used the word for note for content. I did. Yeah. No, it was just, just an interesting. <laughs> I love. Thing. I love the idea that Jared just is so fixed on content. Every time he has a conversation with someone. great content. This is <laughs> great content, content man. That was yeah. great. Every time I have sex with Kirsten, I'm like this is great content. What number <laughs> channel content. would I go to to consume that content? <laughs> uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe. And uh... <laughs> yeah, look for me on channel eight. <laughs> oh. Honey, I know you tried your best, but I didn't come this time. Oh, actually, comments are turned off on this. So uh, they're Limited. not accepting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two questions about this bit. One is, is there a way that is, I don't know. I, I kind of, I feel like it kind of trailed off. It was just like more of the same, more of the same, more of the same. And so I'm wondering if there's a turn that can happen at the very end. That's like, you know, some way to put a button on it. And my only thought there is like when the rejection eventually happens, then we get to see like how shitty this Republican is, you know, just like, no, mm. well, then fuck you, bitch. You fucking suck. You know, 
something like that. I don't know. But the weird thing is, is you're making him shitty in the part where he's supposed to be agreeable. What <laughs> if what if the twist was where you made him very agreeably a, an actually shitty person? You know, oh, so his he, when you're he like, gets rejected, oh, I see. Yeah. Something like, oh, I see you're oh, identifying oh, you're as a lesbian. A, as I get a, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As a lesbian <laughs> slash cunt or whatever, you, you know, or, you know, whatever you wanted, you know, I want to make sure I respect your pronouns. Oh, are those your pronouns? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Because I also I because, hate ending an act out with like a big explosion. Because if that if there's no laugh there, then you just right. a huge yeah. thing for nothing. You know. Right. Yeah. Uh, you could also flip it on on the imaginary Democrat who's like, and a Democrat, you know, they'd be married to someone for thirty years, beautiful marriage, kids, you know, and then they just like like a Blue Lives Matter post one time. Be like, I want a divorce. I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm uh, not, not in my house. Guys, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted because I got a text message from uh, the one and only Steve Hofstetter who is watching the stream right now. What? <laughs> and watching ICA. There's no audio. <laughs> <laughs> and there hasn't been the whole episode. <laughs> he says, watching ITA, great joke. They will date us because they have no integrity. And he's also desperate. So, oh. <laughs> and he's a to it. Wow. Hi, Steve. How's it Excellent. going? Thank you for the text message. We, there is a comment place in Twitch, though. Yes. Just to let you know. If any of you who are watching who also have our personal phone numbers, give us a text. <laughs> Shoot us a text. Yeah. Especially if we don't know you have our phone numbers. That would be... Oh, yeah. Tina Fey just told me don't shave your chin. Do not. Do not shave Jason's yeah. mustache. How do you, yeah, how do you get the cap for font on these phones? <laughs> oh, weird. Um, Message Jason receives it might be from Tina Fey. Like even if it's just the super being like, yeah. "Hey, we're spraying for bugs on Tuesday." Jason's like, "Was that Tina?" <laughs> what could she mean by this? That <laughs> oh, might be Tina. And he buys a coffee at Starbucks, and they're like, "All right, so that's what that would be five sixty-five. He's like, "All right, cool, thanks." Oh, bye. Oh, wait, I, I thought you were the best on update. <laughs> like I need to be loved by important people so <laughs> don't mind uh what if there's maybe you could bring a libertarian libertarian somehow into the end for the button Ooh, uh, where maybe there's there's that's where they both agree that libertarians suck or something like that <laughs> or you could do something in the vein of with the libertarian thing i think i think having having him be so clearly right wing with everything he does mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. she goes i don't date you know anybody on the right and he's like oh i'm libertarian yeah I'm you know libertarian. like where it's like where it's like all right come on <laughs> oh there might be something there this feels like a separate bit but just like the way that we can explain pronouns and and identifying as something that you are not physically is yeah. saying to a libertarian like okay so like you're a republican but you don't feel like a Republican, right? Like yeah. you don't identify as a Republican, right? It's the exact same thing where your neighbor yeah. doesn't identify as a man, right? right. Separate, yeah, separate, idea, separate idea. All right. Thanks so much for the notes, everybody. Really appreciate it. Got it. Good stuff. Woohoo. All right. Next All up, right. we got a drug. All right. I consider myself a pretty snappy guy. I'm, I get, I got some good comebacks. I'm usually quick on my feet, but occasionally somebody says something completely stumps me and i don't know what i just i just go blank i go catatonic i went to the doctor recently and i said hey i'm here for the 12 p.m and the lady at the desk said and you are and i said brett druck and she said and your name <laughs> and i was like well did you think brett druck was my birth date 
<laughs> I just had no, I just, I had no, I was just silent. I had no words. <laughs> Maybe you think it's a uh, Mad Lib and you're like, ooh, any name? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is that? Who, are you asking who I want to be? You... <laughs> or, or maybe it's one of those titles, you know, like like it's one of these like Game of Thrones titles. You're like, and you are Brett Druck, like from the house of uh, <laughs> yeah. Slayer, uh, first of, of his name. Uh, yeah, oh, that'd be Brett, really yeah. funny. <laughs> you are uh, Brett Druck, and your name, first of his name, <laughs> <laughs> the unburnt. Uh... I like that. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah something like Lover. That's super funny. I don't think you need any of that justification, Brett. Oh yeah, it's true too. Actually. Oh okay. Yeah, because I don't think that's a story about you not being able, not being quick enough to like handle that weirdness. I think that's just I went to the doctor. This thing happened, and this was my response or or my potential responses that I'm going to lay yeah. out for you here at the moment. I would agree. Right. Yeah, it feels a little abrupt to just start with this thing happened, but maybe it, maybe it doesn't. Mm-hmm. If you had the justification, and I feel like you should all, you should go back and reflect on the justification, almost like when she goes and and you are Brett Druck in your name, and you go. Well played, <laughs> you know, almost like yeah, you beat me. I always win. You won. That's Good funny. job. I like yeah. that. You are my equal. I love. I love all these options, and obviously, I think the best thing is to find a way to do all of them. But I think a really fun first one would be still Brett Druck, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just start over. Just act like I'm Brett Druck. You know, yeah, like almost like a weird. Like, <laughs> uh, I have an appointment at noon, and your name Brett Druck. I have an appointment at noon. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of what are some other ways that she could ask for your name. So it could be like, uh, and who are you? Brett Druck. And your name? Brett Druck. And people call you <laughs> Brett Druck. And yeah, your was... first and last name put together. <laughs> Brett Druck. And then, she, and then she calls back to the doctor's office. Hey, uh, Brett Druck's here. And he sounds like a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> Just full of himself. Would it be clear enough if I said, I went to the doctor's office. I said, I'm here for the 12 p.m. And she goes, and you are? And I said, Brett Druck. And she said, and your name? And I went. February 6, 1986. <laughs> Great. And your birth date? Uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield? Noon? Noon? <laughs> I think funny. we skipped the line. Yeah, just go. I think we skipped the line. Uh, and your insurance? Uh, nuts. Nuts and penicillin. Or you, yeah, or you just go to the, yeah, you get to the end of that list and she goes, all right, thank you very much. Yeah, she just doesn't, doesn't phase her at all. She realizes. Yeah, I like the the thing, but I think it's a little bit of a stretch. I think you have to set up the, the pattern before you do that because otherwise people are going to be like, I don't think they're going to get it immediately. That is my opinion. I know. I, I know we've discussed this before, but uh, if at all possible, you know, you might be able to run the gamut on all these different different things. Once you establish that it was weird, you could just come up with a bunch of different whatever. What do we talk about this? Some forks, waiter, waiters. Oh yeah, the grocery store guy. Right. Mm. I, guess, I went. Yo, you, you got a salad? Do you want a fork? And he went. No, thank you. I have forks at home. <laughs> <laughs> and I just all the thoughts of why he would laugh like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you tried that on stage yet? I have, and uh, not six, they they won't give me the first one, let alone all the other <laughs> different angles. <laughs> oh, we should fix that one because that one was great. Yeah, I mean, it could just be a matter of I, I didn't deliver it right, or I didn't prepare enough, and mm-hmm. you know, I stumbled or something like that. But I didn't try it a bunch. Uh, do you have anything places to go after that? Or, you know, after the run of uh, you know what I could have said, what I should have said, what her reaction what might could- be. It was just a, it, in, in reality, it just was a moment where I was like, huh, what do you, what do you think the first answer was? And I thought it was funny and I wrote it down. That's mm-hmm. the idea. I hadn't thought beyond that. 
Uh, yeah, because I guess you guys just want to jump into her brain a little bit. Like, we were very stuck on your reactions, but I want to know what went wrong there in her mm. head that would have made her think that. What if like, she's you just trying to change? And you are a human. And what's your name? <laughs> yeah. Brett Truck. Like, aha. Okay, yeah. great. Like, you, you actually, if, I don't know, you went to a What if that's the thing is that she's, she's just, she's, that's what she's been doing is going back and she's like, ah, I keep asking people who they are. And that, mm-hmm. we're at a different time, you know, it's, it's not, they always, you know, it's always like pronouns or it's, or it's <laughs> some sort of conceptual idea of their identity. But, uh, you know, like, she, like she's trying to correct herself and this is, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're just, the- ca- you're just caught in that take the angle of like she must be hard to be on a date with and so then i can just repeat her behavior in a different situation <laughs> mm, where like yeah. you're like oh so do you are you close with your family and they're like yeah yeah yeah. and she's like and uh do you tend to be you know far away from your family you know emotionally <laughs> like no no are you close with your family yeah yeah i am so you're close with your mom yeah <laughs> and your dad yeah and siblings yeah and all of them together <laughs> yes yeah. we just finished sleeping together she's like and do you are <laughs> drunk. Do you think that it might be funny if when she said and you are what she wanted was what you're doing here? So you're like, I have an appointment at noon. And she's like, and you are. And you're like a sick person. And that's why I want to see the doctor. <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah. Name. Yeah. What character do you play in this? Uh, <laughs> and, what, and then what's your actual name? We've already got somebody with uh, with a rash. So if that's, what, you know. <laughs> Okay. I like the end you are is like more of like a metaphysical question. Like she just wants to understand your state of being and your state of mind. Like, and you are one with the universe. Yes. What's your name? Oh. And you are. Yes. Yes, I am. Oh, okay. I think Let's... therefore I are. I think, yeah. I don't think a lot. But... Enough. So... I don't overthink if that's what you're getting. <laughs> what, what philosopher said that? I've already I've forgotten. Descartes. Uh, Descartes. Descartes. Yep. So this is like Descartes, like brother. <laughs> I think therefore I are. Yeah. You're like eh, close. You're not, not, they not... called him Descartes. <laughs> <laughs> but I was trying to describe that my cats are a little dumb uh, without saying the word uh, earlier, and I was like, I was like, my cat, the cats are. Um, you know, if they were people, they wouldn't have gone to Yale. I thought that was a, a nice, nice way to. <laughs> that was a nice it's a real. There's a difference, though. You know, yeah, like a yeah. real smart person is still like, not getting to Yale. It's true, but you got the implication. Yeah, <clears throat> the cats don't have money. They, they, they don't have a legacy yeah. either. Yeah, it's true. Oh, uh, the cat's yeah. father went to Harvard. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know about everybody else on this, but I'm picturing you telling that joke to the woman at the doctor's office, and it's not going well. He's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, hey, you "Your are... cats are broke." Oh, did you, you went to Yale. Your name is Yale. Is Yale your Doesn't insurance? Nobody... I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> Anything else for Brett, everybody? No, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. I mean, I didn't mean to say no for you guys, but <laughs> thank you guys so much. I think we're, we're good to move on. Uh, so next up, we got. Oh, I thought you were Solomon. saying no, thank you guys. Oh yeah, I don't even want your notes if you have them. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you guys very much. Uh, but before we get to Jason Solomon, take it away, Jarrett. We have the best Patreon on the block, everybody. Check it out: Patreon.com/slash/ITAPod. A lot of great exclusive tiers. We got exclusive episodes that you can only see if you're a patron. 
fun. We got the high riding challenge, kids on bikes, great ideas at the movies, a lot of fun stuff on there and uh, lots of additional tiers for the $35 tier. You can get Rob's detritus, all the rants of Rob's that I edit out of the episodes. That's not a real thing. <laughs> Patreon.com slash ITA pod. Join for as little as dollar a month. The next up we got our guest, Jason Salmon. All right. My joke is I have this, uh, I have this long bit uh, about Generation X and being lucky, being sandwiched between boomers and millennials. And I go through a lot of like how Generation X sort of got the best of everything. We sort of existed in this weird post-civil rights, but uh, but pre-racial awake- awakening. So we just sort of existed in this hip-hop era where everything was being celebrated. Like sort of, I mean, we got the celebratory angle of uh, Michael Jackson and all that stuff. So that's the setup. I'm not going to tell you the whole long bit. But essentially, at the end of the bit, I talk about how I feel like as Generation X, we have a choice to either exploit the differences in the generation, a la Ted Cruz, or help the generation sort of find a bridge between them. Uh, and I talk about explaining gender to my father. And in doing so, I, I, I basically, so the end of the joke is basically, I say, you know, my, my dad's favorite athlete was Bruce Jenner. Uh, and I had to explain to my dad that Bruce Jenner no longer exists. And he's like, Bruce Jenner's dead. And I'm like, way more complicated. Um, <laughs> and, and he's asked questions at that point because he's connected to it. And he's like, well, you know, how do you spell Caitlin? I'm like, don't worry about it. Nobody knows how to spell Caitlin. You're fine. <laughs> Uh, he's like, but what about gender reassignment surgery? I'm like, that's a little harder. It's sort, but I try to uh, communicate it to him you know, in terms he would understand. So it's sort of like Uncle Larry. Uncle Larry had gastric bypass surgery. And a transgender person looks in the mirror and they're like, I don't feel like the person I see in the mirror. And then they change, you know, they go to do something about it. And Uncle Larry one day looked in the mirror and he's like, I don't feel like a heavy person. I feel like a <laughs> slender person. And then he went and had surgery and he became a slender person. That's <laughs> basically transgender, dad. You know, it's, it, Uncle Larry is transgender, but with cellulite. And the ending of the joke is the part I need uh, that I really want help with because uh, I basically end by saying my dad, now when he thinks about transgender, even though I oversimplified it, he doesn't think about some random restroom, public restroom somewhere in America and get angry about it. When he thinks about transgender, he thinks about Uncle Larry and the time they went fishing and he's like, I'm cool with this. Um, <laughs> and right now it's it's sort of got that weird like, is it the end of a TED talk? Is it the end? Of, you know, it's like a weird like it doesn't feel like the end of a joke. And sometimes I do get laughter, but sometimes I get sort of this like, oh, you know, like sort of this knowing like, oh, yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, when it's good, it's applause. When it's bad, it's reluctant applause. (laughs) They're like, should we applaud him? So it's like one of those. Sounds like he's done. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we should just let him be done now. (laughs) And sort of maybe this will get him off stage. You know, (laughs) know? so so that's. So the very end of it is. When he thinks of a uh, trans person, he thinks of Uncle Larry. Yes, he doesn't think okay. about a random public restroom in America. He thinks about the time right. he went fishing with Uncle Larry, and he's like, "I'm cool with this." Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's where I am, and I'm trying to. And I don't know if I gave you enough information. I try to take the end of a long joke, and I mm-hmm. and I summarize right, stuff. Right, but uh, right. yeah, I'm trying to figure out if I can find a better pop than just sort of like my dad turns down it's a good person which is sort of a you know like that feels sort of what i'm saying or 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 like i'm a hero because i help my dad understand <laughs> i do not i do not want i do what, not want to 
What generation is your dad a part of? Baby boomer. Okay. Yeah, my dad's a baby boomer. I'm a Gen X. And you're a Gen Xer. Okay. So yeah. so your so it has nothing to do with that. It just has to do more with your explaining it to him. I guess I do like what I haven't yet necessarily heard is the idea of someone who, you know, can can be educated but just yeah. doesn't know things yet and just needs things yeah. put, put a certain way. And that's that's basically where your dad lies. Right. This, is not, this is not a bad person. This is just a confused person. Right. And you're just doing your best to be like, okay, let's talk about this. You know, like you're explaining it to a child a little bit. Right. Is there a way that, because cause Uncle Larry isn't really in on this analogy, where your father is now like, like he sees a, <laughs> he sees like a, a, a unisex bathroom or like a single stall all gendered bathroom, and he's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> and Uncle Larry's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might be, a, yeah, that could be good. Have him just have an interaction between him and Uncle Larry, and he's he's like overly accepting of something. And Uncle Larry has no ideas going on. Uh-huh. Yeah, how would you yeah, like where me I could to say, refer yeah, to this, you as now? <laughs> this, this is helped, right, right. Help my dad, but it sort of screwed up their relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That. What yeah, pronouns should I good. use for you yeah. now, Larry? Just call me Larry. Your dad okay, goes sir, to a. How you uh, feeling? Your dad goes to a trans rights protest with just a picture of your uh, of Larry on a placard. <laughs> yeah. I really want to support my brother. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think that I think the the sort of juxtaposition of that with his new uh strange new relationship with uncle larry might be a good angle on that that's true the whole premise that you were talking about like i really want to hear that chunk now not no, not yeah. right now if we if we're worried about <laughs> no time. i will not tell you right <laughs> <laughs> but i i can't wait to see you know you do it sometime <clears throat> Because yeah, uh, I love that, I love that premise, and I think this fits really nicely into it. Yeah, any way in which your dad can treat Larry like a trans person, but like overly coddled, is just right, right, but like in a very nurturing way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If you, if him and Larry go fishing again, and he's like, "You need to use the restroom, whichever one you want." By the way, yeah, there's no pressure. I'm, <laughs> I'm here for you. You know what? I'll go in there with you. I won't. I'll go in the opposite restroom. Whatever you're feeling. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 my dad, or my dad just goes in the opposite restroom of uncle larry for the rest of their life <laughs> my dad if they got yeah yeah just like you could say it worked it worked too well uh too well now, sometimes yeah, yeah. Now sometimes somebody really that. latches on yeah <laughs> my brain is attaching more to the gastric bypass than it is the caitlin jenner stuff specifically i don't know yeah. if i'm a little just you know world weary of of caitlin jenner specifically or because once you started getting into the gastric bypass, my I was more like, oh yeah, yeah, I could, I could, yeah, I yeah. could sink my teeth into this a bit more. Maybe, maybe it's just a timing thing. Maybe I'm just like a little past trying to figure the out how to Caitlin, spell Caitlin Jenner. Specifically. The Caitlyn. Oh, you're talking about spelling the name? Just almost never anything surrounding her, but but I'm, yeah, I'm amenable to it. I just was just wanted to voice voice it. That's all. What's funny is because I I will say that I I put that in because I wasn't. I didn't know how the other would work and I felt like I needed a segue into explaining it to my dad. And that was, you know, like you say, because you're world weary, it was an easier joke. It was an easy joke to say. Um, (laughs) And and so like there are times when I when I'm like, do I need this part in there? You know, this this Mm -hmm. throwaway 
Caitlin line, but it it originated out of uh, out of a fear that the rest of it wouldn't work. So <laughs> it definitely, it definitely was a training wheel line. Um, I thought another thread to pull where you can explain the sports thing by saying that like Uncle Larry used to belong to like a softball league where everybody was fat, and mm-hmm. now that he's not fat, he's way better, and no one thinks that's fair. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, that's also that's yeah, that's also why Larry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's why his uh, softball buddies are a little pissed. <laughs> he can run the bases faster than everyone now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's something funny in the um, asking if if Caitlin if if Bruce Jenner is dead. Like, because it would actually technically be easier to just say yes, and yeah. you know, like an old an old name is considered a dead name when when you transition. Right. So it would be funny if you were just like, uh, yeah. And he's like, oh, <laughs> like he just gets sad. <laughs> like, but, but he has a sister. And they look very similar. Story. Very, very yeah. similar. She's really athletic and <laughs> exact same like age. Yeah. 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 She's been on magazine covers too. Reason. Uh, she's got real pretty in her 60s to people. Uh, All right. <laughs> Anything else for Jason, everybody? Anything else? No, but I love the, love the bit, man. And uh, I hope that I, I do the the idea of your dad being really graciously open to Larry, who is totally unaware of this. this analogy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is yeah very, very funny. Funny. yeah. <laughs> I do. I think I think that's a good way to go with uh, with the end of that because that, that gives me. <laughs> I'm much better if people are laughing if they're applauding. I I yeah. I do. Half of me assumes it's get off the stage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, to segue into my portion here, <clears throat> it's interesting that you talk about the Gen X having like the good the sweet spot of the generations. Yeah. Um, I had thought of a joke idea uh, very loosely where I thought that like it's funny how 90s movies some of them mm-hmm. kind of got at the angst of Gen X but right. all the angst of Gen X was like their lives were too good it was just yeah. like it was just like the Matrix. We're like, we're just working and making 100K a year. What are we yeah. doing? Isn't there more to life? It doesn't even make sense. It's not <laughs> fair. Yeah. yeah it's think, like about, a, think about Fight, Fight Club. Club. Fight Club, same deal. He literally is just like, yeah. my job's too good. I'm yeah. bored. Yeah. I should beat the shit of my I, friend. All I do all I is, do is, is I buy everything. things. <laughs> I, I mean, Ikea catalogs. Yeah. You know? yeah, I was like, what is this? Like, that's the struggle of all these movies. Uh, Office Space. What else? There's a bunch of them where you're just like, what is your fucking problem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are doing that's... great. <laughs> It's Everybody's the more smoking. I've looked into that, it's 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 so weird how the the greatest thing you could do in Gen X was to be famous on accident. Like you just can't try because if you try to be right. famous, you're yeah, selling yeah. out. Yeah. And selling out was the worst possible thing you could do as Gen X. Mm-hmm. But the but the fact is is. Yeah, it, you were you were just starting to come aware. You're like, this is too easy. <laughs> but that's how we got the millennials. Is that this is why it's too easy because you just ignored all the facts. <laughs> you know, yeah, civil rights in 1964 got passed, but you ignored the fact that until then. Only white people had stuff. That was mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And we're just and we're just like, well, everybody's equal now for like all of Gen X. We're like, everybody's the same. We're all the same. 
<laughs> and millennials are like, that's not true. Actually, I've, I've talked to um, Kirsten about that because we have a bit of an age difference. And it was very much my experience growing up in Los Angeles in the 90s to be learning about racism and sexism and homophobia under the frame of and then it's done now. You know, and then me and my friends yeah. were all like, I'm so glad. Yeah. You know, you that's great. On it? Yeah. It's all a history lesson. It's got nothing to do with mm-hmm. it here and now. God, that's so funny. I can't wait to see no, that fully, fully done bit. In in the bit I talk about I talk about um that that boomers had three channels and um and uh, millennials had YouTube and we've learned that two hundred channels is the perfect amount of information for the human brain <laughs> to process. It's like how humans like organize self organizing groups of like a hundred and then like right, any, right. anything yeah. over a hundred they anything have to like subdivide. Same thing with screwed. channels. Once we went yeah. over a hundred channels, it was yeah. it was too much. We're like, no 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 no. Everything Bad. leads to white supremacy after two hundred channels. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, there's no way to not have some degree of separation. I think it's a from that. 130 yeah. when ISIS forms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because that's the 131st channel is ISIS. Is. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's channel 131, guys. <laughs> channel 131. <laughs> Jason Salman and bad and clean up we got. Oh, Rob Ryan. Uh, All, All right. right. So, uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take suggestions, too. If you have any more movie ideas from the 90s where the premises people had it too good, uh, you can let me know. Uh, otherwise, I had this dumb idea. Um, do you guys do you guys really want to see Tom Cruise live until he's like 87? Or do you kind of want one day to just get a Twitter alert that says Tom Cruise passes during death-defying stunt for latest Mission Impossible movie? <laughs> do you really want to start seeing some... Or, or do you really want to start seeing some vertical footage of that stunt filmed by a bystander in Prague where the film was shot... And don't you really just want them to finish the movie with body doubles and maybe some CGI <laughs> because they were 90% done with principal shooting anyway? And kind of don't you really want like 14 months later to go see that movie finally released and lean over to your friend halfway through the film and go, this is the scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you? Because I know what Tom wants. <laughs> Something along those lines. Anyway, I thought of that yesterday. What does uh, Tom want? I don't, I don't understand the Tom reference. wants to die. He yeah. wants... Oh. Yes, he wants... He wants spectacularly. He wants to die spectacularly. He said this in an interview recently. No, no, no. I'm just I'm guessing based on his behavior. Oh, that's what he wants. To Uh, be fair, to be fair, Tom wants it to be during an actual stunt, saving an actual child from an actual uh, (laughs) catastrophic incident. That would that would be cooler. Like that would be Tom. Tom wants to go out as the single greatest (laughs) actor in a documentary. (laughs) (laughs) The singer's greatest single greatest stunt actor in a documentary. I think it all started when he got on that chair on Oprah. <laughs> He's like, whoa. This is whoa. A Life on the edge. Feel alive. I'm so much higher than I was before. <laughs> He's like, Great. I've never seen what the world come up here. <laughs> what a rush. Addicted now. A uh, couple of thoughts. One is I feel like we're always hearing about these stunts and then we see the movie and it's almost like him still being alive when the movie comes out. It's almost like all of us are going like come really <laughs> uh, what do, what else does he gotta do you know another idea was do we want him because I, I think it'd be really unsatisfying if he died during a stunt or of old age but i think it'd be way funner if he died just like tripping on his shoelaces you know <laughs> like yeah. something small and dumb just like this he just finished lassoing a rocket 
and swinging across to a platform. And then it's like, all right, that's a wrap on time, everybody. All right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, because then you could tie it into like even in a even in a simple death, he made it a little too over the top for me. You know, <laughs> like there's. <laughs> I like now the idea of like in his will, like he's got a PR team that's like ready to throw his cancer-ridden body, riddled body, like into a ravine, just so it's just like, <laughs> right. oh no, 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 he died. Yeah. He died on this motorcycle. Ooh. Yeah. They have to weaken it, Bernie's him onto the motorcycle. <laughs> He's just 90 pounds. They're like, no, yeah. no, no. He died on set. Is there a way you could come up with movie titles that uh, of projects that Tom is like taking on because he clearly wants to die? Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, his Knife next catcher. few movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Volcano police. <laughs> <laughs> Just dumb, dumb, dumb movies. <laughs> Listen, we're starting a new division to handle all these volcano crimes. <laughs> and I didn't want you. You're not the best. You play by your own rules. You but never wear protection. The best is washed out, and you're yeah. number two. A shark whisperer. <laughs> shark whisperer. Yeah, yeah, just the, the most bubble. absurd. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I think you got a mad lib these times. <laughs> you really do. Police. Shark whisperer. Volcano police. Yeah, just those are a list. Would, oh, man. That... <laughs> is this too much of a stretch? Uh, the poison taster? <laughs> I don't think so. no, I don't no, think it's no, more no, of a stretch poison. than, than a shark whisperer. Volcano poison police. <laughs> We've had it up to here with you, poison taster. <laughs> you know, do follow regulations. I just want to know the what best. all the poisons taste like. Because <laughs> I am dangerous. We have testing kits. You don't <laughs> Have to in, actually taste but it. But what do they taste like? <laughs> I, I know I've tasted each of them. <laughs> I've tasted each of the kits. What? You tasted the kits? You can't. I do. I love. I like the way that you're framing this joke, Rob. Just like we're all in this together. We all keep on seeing yeah. the same movies and loving them. Mm -hmm. And we all keep on hearing about the insane stunts and being really excited about the movies. But we have to start thinking about the person. Yeah. You know, who's doing all this. Because he's and not how getting are we any younger. Cope with losing him. Yeah, <laughs> he's not going to stop. He's getting older, and the stunts are getting harder, and that is a recipe for disaster. And plus, like his movies have gotten so weirdly meta to the point where, like, he is, you know, while I'm watching Top Gun Maverick, it's just like his lines are almost like speaking for Tom Cruise himself and for yeah. movie making. You know, and he's just like, "You're part of a dying breed." He's like, "Yeah, but not today." And he's like, "I'm gonna keep making movies like this, man. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep starring in films like this, dude." And it's just like, are like a are like an elaborate way to communicate with the public without the sign without the Scientology community understanding what he's doing. It's like uh, the eye blinking of the very visual actor. Yeah. Anyway, so I just I got that such strong feeling, but it was cool. Like it was such a positive feeling. Where like yeah. I feel like Tom Cruise is talking directly to me to be like, "This is how films need to be made," and like I'm going to keep doing this. This is great, you know. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you do it." And then even and then in the preview for Top Gun, the, they dropped the latest Mission Impossible preview, where yeah. they have the guy who plays you know Kittredge is still there, and Kittredge is like saying the same shit. He's like, "You're part of a dying breed." I'm like, "That's what he is in this movie." <laughs> He's also part of a dying breed. Well, they have to keep putting yeah, that into the movies until he yeah, dies. Just in case. When yeah. he dies, yeah. they're going to change his line from not today to 
yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. You know what? This could be it. <laughs> See, this no, that could be that could be funny that he's that in every contract they're like, you have to say these three lines just in case you die in this film. <laughs> <laughs> like these are the ones you have to say not today or you have to, you know you have mm-hmm. oh, oh what yeah, about like the same how, way yeah. that on the news they'll like automatically cut together highlight reels for people that they think are gonna die they have tom give him lines that he thinks are gonna be his goodbye to the world that's great yeah yeah, yeah. They, they have edits available ready to like splice right. in just to make it that much more poignant mm-hmm. i like that idea or actually oh, you know what? why why don't you just plug right now because uh, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to dip any moment. Jason mm-hmm. has to go to do this fitting. Yes. So, uh, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me uh, at Jay Salman Comedy on Instagram, Twitter, everything, TikTok, uh, and uh, I'm filming a special in uh, in Pennsylvania at Soul Joel's in uh, in October. So, Hell lots of yeah. time to prepare for that. Rock and yeah. roll, man. So I'm hoping to have this uh, Gen X bit completely uh, ready to roll by then. So, nice. great. We can all watch it there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, have a have a great uh, COVID test and training that adventure. <laughs> Not today, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Can we get one where you have COVID though? Okay. Like what if what if you have... <laughs> I'll try. Is that Perfect. good? Is that good? Perfect. That's why I get Got the it. random jobs. That was the exact length of my line in this show. That's why they pay him the medium That's bucks, wh- everybody. <laughs> That's why they pay me some dollars. Thank you all very all right, much. Man. I appreciate Great it. Great you, us. man. Is, so is there something in, in there that he like, you know, he's he's so ready to die because he has this belief that he's going to, I don't know, go to Xenon or whatever, whatever yeah, Scientologists so believe in. Because if yeah. I die, then I've got no thetans. You think I'm scared? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, sorry, I thought of two more movies for your Gen X. Oh thing. yes, please. Oh, Rob, uh, Reality Bites and Singles. To me, those are like classic Gen X vibes. On those, got it. Like, like everything is fine, but what are we doing, guys? Mm. <laughs> what are we doing? Everything's Isn't fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know what? When I was thinking about this too, it was weird because I grew up on movies like that. So it was made by people who felt it. It was like, you know, these movies are made by people in their 30s and 40s, but watched by people in their teens. So, you know, like, you know, when you watch something like The Matrix, we'll say towards like the tail end of this, 1999, which marks the end of a lot of eras in a lot of ways. You got, you know, 9-11 just two years later. So it's like, that's kind of the pinnacle of, of things. Mm. Uh, uh, you watch this idea of like, oh, yeah, becoming the man, working some job, everything's corporate, whatever type of thing. Which is evil in its own right, but it's it's a funny thing to complain about. It'd be like everything's cushy and easy. Mm-hmm. You got to open up your mind, man. That I am like I don't know. Uh, let's see, I'm 13 watching this, right? But it's made by people who are like well into adulthood who think this is the world view, and so I don't know. It's like I was I was growing up. I was told to be like, yeah, fuck the man. But it's just getting that strange that like whatever the vibe of that generation is, they're creating art that then gets consumed by an, another generation that may not necessarily have mm. those life experiences, you know, when they get into their f- mm. more formative years. I'm actually, right. I think that's really interesting because then does that inform what happens to the next generation? Mm, right. Because I almost feel like I was in the same boat as you, Rob, watching these movies and thinking that the most important thing was not money, but meaning and be able to find like a passion or a meaning in life. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so the harsh reality of being able to pay for things and health insurance and whatnot was always secondary to what am I going to do? Yeah, right, right, right. right. 
Exactly. No, I do. I, I mean, whether it's just my personal experience or not, I did latch onto that concept and I did mm. go, oh yeah, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be terrible, right? If I grew up like one of those cogs, I would hate to be a cog. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that, that definitely did, you know, influence me. So maybe like the art that we should be coming up with is like, maybe get a job, maybe just, yeah. <laughs> just get well, had, something secure, stable. I had, uh, I had this joke. I don't know why I stopped doing it, but it was it was basically Jim Carrey gave this speech about mm. how, you know, it's so great you can follow your dreams because the internet allows you to just do whatever you want, how his father could have been a great comedian, but he just took the safe job. And like everybody should go out and, and follow the dreams. And I was like, Yeah, but as long as some of those people's dreams are being an electrician, because otherwise society will crumble. We can't just have poets and dancers all the time, like Otherwise, you, you know, you go to get your car fixed and you hit a pothole. You hit a pothole because nobody prepares the road. You go to get your car fixed and your mechanic mechanic's like, "I'm a slam poet now. You want a poem?" <laughs> I want to just paint that that Jim Carrey thing a little bit because an important part of his speech is that his father did not go that route and he wound up becoming the whatever he became like electrician guy or something oh yeah 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 absolutely like he could have been a great comedian yeah and then he wound up getting laid off like when he when jimmy was very young and so his thing was like you could still fail at something you don't want and don't love (laughs) like that's Mm -hmm. not there is no safety net necessarily Mm -hmm. there is maybe a more safe path but you could still get screwed over in life so his thing was like you might as well fail at doing something that you really really want Mm -hmm. Great bits, Rob. Excellent yeah. work. Thank you. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this is a real fun episode. Um, and kudos to me for just being here today <laughs> and actually contributing to the episode. I got to give myself a pat on the back for that. You did uh, it, Brett. You did you're it. a lot better these days. Um, we will be back on Thursday, same time, with special guest Liz Mealy. Um, and uh, you guys rock. Outro goes here. Thanks so much for watching. Check back every Monday for new episodes, or you can listen wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you want to help support the show, tell your friends how much you like Is This Anything. Or get involved, like an episode, share, comment, subscribe. If you want more Is This Anything, you got to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash ITAPod. We have a ton of awesome exclusive content on there, and you can join for as little as a dollar a month. Check out the links in the description, and hopefully we'll see you next week.